Welcome to another episode of That Some Crazy Shit with Kelly and James. Season opener, season three. What's up? S3E1. What's happening? My co-host, Mr. James. Not much. Just hanging out, ready for our first episode. I'm excited. It was nice to take some time off. We got some shit together. We got a website. Yay yeah, for we us. Web page. All our episodes are on there. Go check them out. I'm going to start we, a blog. Yeah, James is going to start a blog. We've got tons of guests coming up this season. We are going to be talking about some really crazy shit. I'm excited. Can we tell them about the guests? Mm, nah, I think we should just wait. All right, now the last time you said that, and then like 10 minutes later, you're like, oh yeah, we got this going on. No, I'm, I'm like, going to wait. I'm not going to. Nope, we're going to wait. Right, nope, man. nope, nope. So, Mr. James, it's just me and you. Welcome back, brother, season three. Today, we are going to be covering what? What are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about comics and how they're changing canon from comics with the movies now and we were talking about the villains because everyone talks about the heroes, you know. And so we were talking about the villains and I thought I would tell you about my top Marvel villains. And then I can tell you who what villains I like afterwards, but Marvel's got a lot of villains and I don't even know all the villains. So I'm interested to see who you picked for the top 10. Or did you say top 10? No, I just have five. Oh, well, top I have five. four, and then I thought we would check another one out. Okay, so let's go. Starting with, are we starting from five to one? Uh, no particular. Well, we could. All right. So number, well, let's say number four because we don't have a fifth one. Number four. Uh, I like this villain when I first read the comic, like in the seventies, I think it was. Uh, and he has a movie coming out with uh, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, Taskmaster. Okay, so I I am unfamiliar with Taskmaster. Master, Taskmaster. Say that Task four Master. times really fast. Anyway, what's his deal? So wait, 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 wait. Before you go into what his deal is, is he Black Widow's nemesis? Or is he a nemesis of the Avengers? Um, well, initially, he was, he came out in Spider-Man. So he was a Spider-Man uh, character. And, and it's funny, because he only had one appearance until, oh, very recently. Okay. But I always thought he was cool. His uh, trait is he has... Um, he can photographic reflexes he can see someone perform a move a fighting move or a technique and he can perfectly imitate it he, he automatically knows how to, to pick up that fighting stance or style so if he was fighting say somebody who was like a karate person he could match their moves right move after um, you know, the initial, let's say, contact. And once he got so many blows in, he yeah, he would be able to. 
anticipate. He knows the style now. He could anticipate the next move. I mean, and I always thought that was a cool power. So is that his only power? Uh, no. Uh, he's actually kind of like Captain America in like a super soldier way. So he's really strong. Strong, fast. Um, he has the natural ability to uh, use weapons. I guess because of his height, heightened senses, maybe. So, so he's this villain. He's fast. He's strong. He can like anticipate moves. Um, he he. You said that he originated from Spider Man. So my question about villains is always like, what's his deal? Why is he a villain? Why does he not use his power for good? Well, that's a good question. There's always, just like in Heroes, there's always a tragic event that happens. Okay? So what happens, he was actually a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one time. And he wanted to be... uh, part of the super soldier program that created uh, Captain America. But something went wrong, of course, like always. And then, so it turned his, I guess, drive into more of a psychotic type thing. So it kind of drove him crazy. And then in this backstory, when I was doing uh, research, S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of screwed him over too. You know, I mean, people think of S.H.I.E.L.D. as being the quintessential hero outfit you know they've done some pretty shady things so they were a part of him becoming a villain so he basically became a villain um how but does it say like how he got his powers oh you said that he was part of the super soldier program so was he injected with the same stuff that they injected into captain america yes and, but it's, it's funny because it never has the same effect. Ah, and so what's his deal? Like, what's his costume? What's his what's his thing? Okay, see so, you now this is where I wish we were on video because in the in the comic books he has a really cool outfit. Oh, I think it is you know for comic books. So he has a skull uh, mask, all right, that he wears a cowl over and a cape, and he has his bodysuit. All right, and he has the pirate boots. Yes, I know it's it's a comic. I like the pirate boots. Okay, the gloves, weapons. He uses a bow. He can use it as well as Hawkeye, who's supposed to be the best archer in the Marvel universe. He has a shield similar to Captain America that he uses the same way. Uh, you know, he can use it to block, parry attack he can throw it and do the different angles bounce it off a wall corner hit someone and it comes back to him type of thing okay and I always thought because when when you when you see these uh, or the comic books you know all these villains they all have henchmen right yeah they have, well you gotta have your crew right so this so I thought it was cool that taskmaster trains people's henchmen ah so that's the dude that you go to to get your crew up to speed right ah okay that's so a that's good kind that's, of, that's part that's of what a good way to make money 
You gotta make a living. That's a, you gotta make a living. Yeah, you know? you know, you can't always be trying to, you know, to take the Avengers down or whatever. You gotta, you know, bring All right, so bacon. you said that uh, Taskmaster is going to be in the new um, Black Widow movie, correct? Yes, that's why I thought we'd talk about him. And, and I'm do you know who's playing him in the movie? <clears throat> Excuse me. No, I don't. You know, I don't think anyone does at this point. I think they're trying to keep that on the down low. Really? As far as I can remember. When's the movie coming out, James? You know, uh, it should be coming out. Well, see, with COVID, it kind of screwed everything up. And now I'm not even sure if they're going to release it to theaters. It might be a Disney Plus thing. Huh. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It is a. That's right. It is a. It is a Disney. A Disney franchise now, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. So let's um let's go to number three. We got Taskmaster. Man, I'm gonna get this right. Taskmaster yeah. coming in at number four. Yep. Number three. All right. My number three is Doctor Doom. Victor Von Doom. He is the ruler of Latveria. All right. He, his parents were, his mother was a gypsy. His father was a, you know, poor villager in this fictional country of Latveria. Um, his mom is killed. Tragic event that triggers everything else. Uh, but unbeknownst to him, his mother had made a deal with the devil, her soul for his success. So this kind of starts the whole on his road to success as a super, super villain. Okay. He comes to America to go to college and there he meets his arch enemy nemesis, Reed Richard from the Fantastic Four. With me? I'm with you. I'm following you. All right. So, Victor Von Doom's powers stem from science. He's a brilliant man. And the magic. He's also a comparable magician or magic user. People say not quite as good as Doctor Strange, but still very good. So, not only does he use science and technology, he uses the mystic arts. So Dr. Doom is a badass. Dr. Doom is a badass. And this is what always made me pissed off about the Fantastic Four movies when they came out. Because he was lame in the movie. Well, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't Dr. Doom their villain in the very first Fantastic Four? Wasn't yep. he the first one? I believe so. And I don't know why they... I mean, in the comic books, he's bad, you know? He's like 6'7", he's all armored, you know? He has all these powers, you know, mystic powers. No, I mean, he's a badass. And, and Does he know? only fight the Fantastic Four? Oh, no. He's, he's, he's fought all of them. Avengers, X-Men, you know, he's always... He's always going with the heavyweights. The reason I picked him is, you know, he's, like I said, he's a heavyweight. You know, he's his thing is, you know, world domination. 
does Doctor Doom have a crew? Doctor, well, that's a good question. Doctor Doom would tell you he needs no crew, but yet he has robots that he uses sometimes. Well, you know, you can't be everywhere, and that's what it is. You know, you know, you got- if you're a super villain, you know, even though you could probably do it by yourself, James. You, you know, you need help, right? Well, There's and, nothing and wrong his, with having a little help. Well, his thing I don't think so much would be, I need the help. It would be more, that is be, beneath me, so I'll have a robot take care of that. Uh, and sometimes, you know, some days, you're a super villain, you know, you, you, don't, you don't feel like doing those menial tasks. So, right, you send your robot. You're, you know, kind of like your minions, right? So I wouldn't say he had a crew... Doctor Doom had minions. You know, yeah, he, yeah, that's a very good distinction. He does, right? He does. Have so minions. he has minions. So Doctor Doom fights everybody. Okay, so if Doctor Doom is such a badass, the only villain that was in really in the Avengers, the badass villain was Thanos. Which brings me to my next question: Is Thanos in the top four? You know what? I deliberately left him out because everyone knows about him and everyone has seen the movies. So everyone kind of knows about him. But he's not the baddest, badass villain. Oh, it depends on who you ask. Some people think he is, but I actually think there's one, if not two, I would consider stronger than him. Okay. Dr. Doom's cool. Who else you got? All right. So that brings us to the next one. Annihilus. Okay. Annihilus. is. He is a alien life form. An insectoid. Okay. His story is, you know, millions and millions of years ago, a race of technologically advanced, uh, Humanoids decided they were going to try to seed the universe, okay? Which is panspermia, which we could talk about on another episode, okay? So they go, they're, they're seeding the sector, their ship crashes, but before it crashes into the sun, they release the spores on this planet, or it didn't crash, before it crashes on the planet, they release the and seeds it then one of the creatures one of the insects that started from the seeding found the ship and in finding the ship found um, a part it's, it's called his rod and that is the the cosmic rod is the uh, oh what did I say like Thor's hammer it's kind of where his power stems from Okay. Okay. So this cosmic rod gave him intelligence. Okay. So now you're thinking of this insectoid who's super intelligent. All right. So wait and a minute. Now wait a minute. His... Is the nihilist a little insect? Oh, no. He's he's like six feet tall. Okay. You know, 200 <laughs> pounds. I mean, he's just, you know, a big insect guy. Uh-oh, excuse me. So his whole thing is he wants, you know, domination. So he don't starts. They all, don't they all want domination? <clears throat> oh yeah, you know. And so uh, 
he starts to take over planets in his uh he's actually in another dimension that they call the negative zone and so he starts to take over this dimension now his thing is so he takes over a planet and he has the ability to turn the citizens or the people who are on that planet into his minions insect warriors so now he just he, I think he, he's so powerful because then he just you're just exponentially increasing your so all force. the worlds all the worlds or planets that he conquers those people become um, insectoid warriors for him yes kind of sounds like the Borg yeah but this was before the Borg yeah I got it I'm just saying but still you know that's the same yeah same you know, he process. they assimilate he is they he assimilates them right so he's taken over the negative zone and then he finds out that we exist because the fantastic four uh needed to get particles from that zone to help cure sue richards of cancer so that's when he discovered our dimension and it was like yeah you know I'll take that one over too. See, but I and the thing is though, in the comic books, they portray him, you know, he's cold, calculating, you know, there's no emotion involved. You know, it's all about conquest and power, you know. And so that's why I thought he was cool. Eddie Brock, I believe. Eddie Brock, yes. Eddie Brock was the one in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So but Venom in his movie wasn't much of a villain. Although he did fight another Venom-like character who seemed to be more of the villain. But then, right. you know, the movie seemed like they, they changed it because I remember Venom being a, a villain. Not like, I'm kind of a villain. Well, I, I'm a what villain. happened in the comic books is he started out a villain. He was a crazy, crazy villain. You know, one of Spider-Man's biggest, you know, enemies... And then they killed him off, but he was so popular, they brought him back, and then they started making him into a hero. So he went from being this villain into a hero now. All right. Another villain that I really like is Dark Darkseid. Right? Darkseid's so Dark, bad. Darkseid is from which comic? Is that, isn't that Superman's? Superman. Superman's nemesis? Yeah. Right? Isn't in the movies, isn't he the one that killed Superman? Was uh, Dark Side no, in was, the Justice League? Apocalypse. Movie? Or that not was apocalypse. apocalypse. Number is this one number one? This would be number yeah. one. Okay. And this is Galactus. Okay. Galactus is he was Okay, so he was a member of a race. That was around before the Big Bang. Okay. So then when the Big Bang happened, it took care of all of his other race and he was the only survivor. Okay. All right. So he's portrayed as this, and this is what I think is is a trip with Galactus. He's this ultimate being, but yet he can portray himself as like, six feet tall up to 
planet size. Okay, which I always thought was strange. Being a kid, I never could wrap my head around that. All right. So he can go small or big. Right. But he's uh, he's uh, omnipotent. He's billions of years old. Okay. And part of his thing is he's doomed to wander the universe, satiating his hunger. And he does this by uh, eating planets, basically. Absorbing their power. Well, man, wouldn't you run out of planets after a while? Well, the universe is huge, my friend. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's out there every day gobbling up several planets a day. No, not several planets a day. Just one? It'd be like maybe one planet. And you know what? That's a good, you know, I don't know if there's a timetable. He, it doesn't say anything. That's a good. You know, there's one, and he's good for a little while, yeah, right? I, I or is it so. just and like? And who knows? Galactus, it could be, you know, a hundred years, or twenty years. Who knows? You know, that's a good and question because I don't. And think I would that's... imagine that Galactus too wants. Dom- well, he's eating up world, so he too wants domination. Can't help himself, type dude. No, Galactus is neither. He's portrayed as neither being good nor bad. He just is. He just is. He's a force of nature. So is that a villain? Well, that's a good... And he's... Like I said, he does villainous things. I mean, he'll eat, he'll consume uh, planets that are inhabited. But is he doing it out of malice? No. He's doing it because that's what he does? Yeah, he's just a fortune of nature, but... So I put him villain? on there because of just his sheer power. And heroes are always fighting him because uh, they're always trying to protect him from Earth from one reason or another or, you know, a different inhabited planet. Um, what Galactus does I thought was cool is to help him find these planets, he creates heralds. What are heralds? Okay. So a herald is he grants these people the cosmic power and that enables them to go out into the universe and find these planets for him. Oh, all right. Okay. Minions? I, I'm sorry. Minions? Uh, heralds. Okay. Because, I mean, think, what does a herald do? They announce your presence, right? Uh, so these heralds go out, find a planet. Hey, Galactus is coming. You need to leave. Ah, so they give people time to bail. Theoretically. Gotcha. Some planets choose to fight. Some planets can't can't leave. You know? And this is where uh, some of them have a moral conflict. You've heard of the Silver Surfer, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a herald. He was a herald of Galactus. Ah! So look at all of these are coming... From the Fantastic Four. See how that works? I think the Fantastic Four are kind of messed up. All of these are... Well, you know what? The Fantastic Four franchise did not do well at all, now did it? And they put out, what? Two? Two, three movies? Two that I know of, for sure. The the first one had Doctor Doom. The second one had the Silver Surfer. And then they had a Galactus one. 
Did they have a Galactus? Oh no, that was Silver Surfer too. My bad. So two movies, not very, not, not very well received, not very good, but cool villains. Oh, they have cool villains. They have the coolest villains, I think. You know, so I, I, I like comic books, but you know, when I was a kid, as a girl, I read like Archie, you know, Richie Rich, those types of cartoons, those types of comic books. But as I got older, I, I really like Batman. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a Batman fanatic. I love Batman. That's my favorite character. And so when I was looking at villains, you know, we all know Joker, right? So we would stay away from him. You mentioned Doctor Doom. Um, the one that I thought I wasn't really sure was a villain, but when I when I did my research, they have him listed as a villain. James is Magneto. Is Magneto a villain? Because he's done some good in the movies. Well, you, know, you got to think though, too, when you think about Magneto's backstory. That dude, he had a fucked up life. You know, he was like in the the Auschwitz and shit like that. You know, he's had some trauma. Yeah, so, so was he a villain? Yeah, was are you he... a villain? If You know, I mean, he had a tragic life. So are you a villain? You know, I, I question him being a villain, right? I also question, just because of the movie, Venom. Because in the movie Venom, for him to be... His, in his own movie, he wasn't very villainly. Matter of fact, he saved the day. Can you be a villain and save the day? Well, that's the thing too. And and we were talking about how uh, the movies are changing the canon from the comic books. Yeah, and so when when Venom came out, all right. So it started out as Spider-Man goes to a planet where this. Omnipotent. Oh, we we could add the Beyonder to that list. The Beyonder is this omnipotent being who decides to pit the villains against the heroes. He creates a planet, Battle World. He puts them on this planet. They fight. It's a crazy series. It went over a year period. Okay. During one of the battles, Spider-Man's suit gets all messed up. He goes into this lab. This little blob falls down. He walks over it, it comes on to him, it becomes his new black and white uh, outfit. That's Venom. Okay. So Venom is Spider-Man? Venom is a symbiote that started out as Spider-Man's suit, but it also helped enhance his powers back then. So whoever wears the Venom symbiote, or whoever the ben- Venom symbiote chooses get their you know super strength all that other stuff so in the movie who what was the dude's name that venom took over oh flash oh, see now that's another thing flash gordon was the one who that took over eventually so you know um but i notice in your top four no no girl villains hey that's not my fault there are girl villains. There right? are lots of girl villains, but the, the the heavy hitters turned out to be guys. Well, Annihilus is he's not really human. So name me some girl villains. I named what Catwoman and Poison Ivy. You know, did Bat did Superman have any 
girl villains. Doomsday, excuse me, Doomsday. Yeah, see, I... The only villains that I really know, James, are Batman villains, right? So, like, Scarecrow, I always thought was a cool villain. But you know what's funny? Because Batman has more cerebral villains. You think? Well, think about it, you know. Like you just said Scarecrow. He's Isn't he a doctor of psychology or something? Yeah, he's a doctor. You think of the Riddler. You yeah. Know? Even Joker. He may be fucking crazy, but he's pretty you know, cerebral about it. Raz al Ghul. See? He's, he doesn't even... He, well, well uh, he's immortal, but he doesn't have, like, super strength, you know, or... Look at all the Superman's villains. You know, they're all kind of muscle heads, except for Lex Luthor. Well, they're all two from other planets because that he can't... His nemesis on... Superman's true only nemesis on Earth was Lex Luthor. All his other people or, you know, that could kill him or do damage came from someplace else. Oh, they'd have to, yeah. You know, all of Batman's nemesis were human, as in really no powers. Like him, right? Solomon Grundy. Okay, he's really the only one. They even say Catwoman's a villain. Was she a villain? Or was she just a thief? She didn't want domination, did she? Of Batman. <laughs> but they I had mean, a thing going, though. They did, but I'm just saying. You know, not not really a villain in that aspect, but when I was looking under list of villains, they listed Catwoman as a villain. Yeah. You know? And even, like, um, Poison Ivy. You know, again, was she a villain, or did she just want the plants to live? Oh. Did... You know, none I can think of, but there are girl villains, like Cheetah, and there's uh, Pink Sapphire from uh, Green Lantern. Um, who else? You know, I can't so this think. is what I found. These are the best female supervillains of all time. All right, Tell go. me if you agree or not. Okay, we're going to go to the... We're going to just rate eight of them. Catwoman at coming in at number one. Dark okay. Phoenix. So Dark Phoenix... Uh, you know, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix could have been cool, but she got old quick. Did she? I thought so. Well, in the movie, I guess she kind of was a villain, but it kind of like wasn't her fault type deal. She couldn't help herself. And that's kind of all what that, it was in the comics too, though. All that power, just, you know, she couldn't help herself. Uh, Mystique coming in at number three. I like Mystique. Is she, she a villain? I mean, you gotta think, she's a shapeshifter. You know, how can but you... Is she- but is she a villain? Is Mystique a villain? Oh, was she a villain in the comics? Yes. Was she? Well, that's the thing. They portray her sometimes as a villain and sometimes as a victim of circumstance. Number four, Harley Quinn. I think Harley Quinn's just fucking crazy. Well, but Harley Quinn at least was stealing. And to me, she... 
she didn't want to do good or help people. She was robbing and stealing and she was crazy. So yeah, she was a villain to me, right? Uh, she was sane at one time, though. Yeah, she was. Granny goodness. Never now, heard yeah, of that. Now, that's a Superman villain. She is one of Apocalypse's generals. Granny goodness? Granny goodness. She's bad, man. She has these three, oh, I guess you'd call them wards because she has an orphanage. Orf, orphan, orphanage? An orphanage. On Apocalypse. You know, where they just torture these kids and turn them into these super villains. And so she has like these three. Why well, no one's really strong? And one was kind of like uh, maybe like a Wolverine type character. I don't remember the other one. Yeah, Granny Goodness. Number six, Viper. You know, I don't think I'm familiar with her. She's a Marvel. She's a Marvel uh, character. Viper. Huh. What's her number deal? S- number seven. I'll look it up. I don't know. I'm just reading the list. Number seven, Enchantress. Enchantress. Uh, Marvel. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, no, you're right. That That's Marvel. That's Marvel. Because I get her confused with... Because uh... sometimes Loki will appear to be like a woman, like an enchantress. And enchantress, she's like the seductress. Um, she has... What's his name as her henchman? Who was the guy on Thor? Carl Urban played. Yeah. Scourge. That was her companion, yes. Yeah. That was like her... The executioner. Yeah. And they said that she hasn't made it to the movies yet, but her sister, Lorelei, was in an episode of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So she is a uh, uh, Avengers villain, and she is a uh, Asgardian sorceress. She's one of more. She's one of Thor's oldest and most powerful foes. Because she's always like putting heck or enchantments on Thor. Now Viper, Viper came from is also from the Marvel universe. They say that she's evil. They also call her Madam Hydra. So oh, she's oh. one of the terrorists from the Hydra organization. Gotcha. I know she Captain looks America. Like. Captain America is her her deal. She's right? got dark hair. Yeah. What said you know Granny Goodness, Harley Quinn, and then um, I believe the number one was uh, number eight was Star Sapphire. Star Sapphire. That's what I was thinking. That's Green Lanterns. And then uh, Cheetah was coming in at number nine. You said Cheetah was lame and. Wonder Woman movie. You know what? Cheetah was lame in Wonder Woman because by the time she became Cheetah, the movie was over. So, I mean, if Cheetah was a villain, she didn't really have a chance to, like, fully be, like, a villain because she wasn't the main character or the main nemesis, I would say, in the movie, right? Instead, there was this other dude that would grant people wishes and I don't know what his deal was because I've never heard of that villain before you know and I don't know enough about Wonder Woman to know who all of her 
nemesis were, but Cheetah became Cheetah in the movie, and sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, but I know in the comic books, Cheetah became Cheetah by taking something, right, ingesting something, a serum, something. In the Wonder Woman movie, she became Cheetah by wishing she was more like Diana Prince. And in wishing that, she got all of Diana Prince's uh, strength, right? And then she wished to be an apex predator. And at that point, she turned into the cheetah. So she didn't turn into a cheetah right away. She just got strong, right? So it was like a gradual changing. And then when she, her and the wish dude, like, hooked up, right? And he's like, well, what do you want? She's like, well, I want to be, like, the apex predator. And with that, her body transformed into a cheetah. But not good. Not good at all. So anyway, that was my thing on comic books. Um, You know, James, comic books are crazy because people really get into them and they generate a ton of money. Oh, yeah, they do. You know, I mean, I, I used to collect pretty heavily when I was younger. And some of those, you know, some of those issues, you know, depending on when you buy them, you know, you buy it. Well, back then they were 35 cents. I remember on the cover, it said still 35 cents. And then they went up to 45 cents. It was like still 45 cents. Uh, They're like six bucks now. But you buy one of those comic books at 35 cents when you're a 10 year old, you know, and if you get lucky and you hang on to it, shit, you know, how much is some of those old, you know, Superman, you know, million bucks, you know? The thing that the thing that I don't like about some of the comic book movies is that the the storyline and the plot is already written for you. And I would think that people that are into comics are thrilled when they are anticipating you bringing the comic to life, right? And I don't think that they want you to change the anthology. No, and and, well, and that's where I have a hard time with Marvel because like we talked about, you know, they're changing. Okay, so now that they're having the, the success of the Marvel Cinema Universe, it they're using that to change the canon from the comic books. You know, like uh, in the movie, Ultron was made by Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Well, in the comic book, it was made by uh, Hank Pym who was Ant-Man. See, and so that's changed. You know, and we had talked about this before. It's like, you're right, you know, some of these stories are classic stories, you know, and all you really have to do is, like you said, just kind of bring it out. Yeah, but, just kind of bring it out. You might need to tweak it a little bit because yeah. it's a comic book, but it's already, like, Wonder Woman, I feel like her encounters with Cheetah, there was enough comic books for them to pull one of those storylines out easily and and make Cheetah a cool character and then even at the end of Wonder Woman because everybody had to give back their wishes, spoiler alert then even at the end of the movie she was no longer Cheetah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, will you see Cheetah again if there's another Wonder Woman movie? I don't know because it could have been 
a reoccurring character, right? right? Is what I'm saying. She could have been uh, a, a, a character, a nemesis for Wonder Woman in future movies. I felt like they didn't give Cheetah the platform that the character deserved as being a female villain. And there's not a lot of female villains out there in, you know, on film, in the comic well, book world. Well, it's funny because we were just talking about a lot of the heavyweights, you know, are, they're not females. Yeah, so, you know, it was just, I was hoping for more. I was very, very disappointed, but that is, you know, neither here nor there. Anyway, I thought for, since this is our first episode and we haven't done it in so long, James, that we would go into random bullshit. All right, what you got? All right. So, for random bullshit, I thought I would tell you the 14 unhealthiest junk foods in America. And tell me how many of these you eat and enjoy. Okay, well, you ready? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got it. Let me say it first. Okay. Number one on the list, Pop-Tarts. I used to when I was a kid. Pop-Tarts are incredibly bad for you. They have high processed ingredients. They have, they are not good for you at all. They have a lot of sugar in them. Yeah, they do. They, um, large, they say that, um, because they have so much fructose, high fructose corn syrup, that, um, large amounts of fructose has been linked to several diseases, including diabetes and heart disease. So Pop-Tarts, no bueno. All right. Number two, and I think these are so delicious, Arby's Curly Fries. Yeah. Aren't they delicious? I don't eat them much, but I do like curly fries. So guess how much a, a, a large order of curly fries, how many calories are in that large order of curly fries? 750. Oh, you are close. 650. Oh, damn. In that one container. So, yeah, not good. RB Curly Fries. Yes. Tasty. No bueno. Tasty, but no bueno. Okay. All right. Number three, Popeye's Chicken Tenders. You a fan of Popeye's? I go there on occasion, but I'm not a fan. So, you know, their three-piece chicken tender contains 340 calories. They say it is not good for you um, just because of the uh, the amount of trans fats that are in it. Oh, yeah. And trans fats um, have been linked to inflammation, heart disease, obesity. So, yeah, not good. Popeye's chicken tenders, no. All right, number four, Cinnabon Caramel Pecan Bon. Do you like Cinnabon? Nah, I'm not a real big, big sweet guy. So I like a good cinnamon roll, but that one doesn't look good to me at all. It's got caramel, it's got the frosting, it's got caramel on top of it, and it's also got um, like nuts on top of it. So 
it it's got you know a classic cinnamon 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 roll at Cinnabon is 880 calories. Wow. The, so you the could Carmel, have a, a, a thing of fries and a Cinnabon and you still got like 800 calories left for the day. Right. So, but the Carmel Pecan Bon has over a thousand calories, James, just one of them. That's over half a thousand your calorie calories. intake right there. A thousand calories, one Carmel Pecan Bun. Not good for you. 146 grams of carbs. A hundred and how much? A hundred and forty-six. A hundred total. A hundred and forty-six grams of carbs. See now, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're supposed to have like less than forty a meal. Yeah, fifty-one grams of fat in one caramel bun wow. from Cinnabon. So no bueno. Number five, if you love Starbucks, which I do not, but if you do, number five is Starbucks white chocolate. Mocha Frappuccino. Well, it sounds good. Sounds great. It's 250 calories. Oh, actually, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. It packs 520 calories. So you hit 16. that with the Cinnabon. Yeah. You're good for the day. You're good for the day. Uh, 65 grams of carbs. 64 grams of carbs. 64 of which come from sugar. Ooh. Not good. So Starbucks Frappuccino? No. All right. Number six. If you've ever been to Outhouse, you've probably had the Bloomin' Onion. Have you ever Outhouse. had a Bloomin' Onion? Did I say Outhouse? Yes. I was like, what are you talking about, Outhouse? I mean, Outback. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> if you've ever been to Outback, they have the Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. Guess how many calories are in the Bloomin' Onion? 1275. 1954 calories. 122 <laughs> grams of carbs. Oh, it shit. contains 154 grams of fat. Ooh. And it's it's a it's meant to be shared between two people. No, it's not. When they cook it, yes, it is. Mine, yes, it man. Is. And bring me so, extra fry sauce. <laughs> I'm not a fan of onion like that, so okay. Number seven, Burger King Oreo shake. Have you uh, had I'm one? I'm not an Oreo fan. So I I don't go to Burger King. Yeah. Um, but the Oreo shake comes in at 730 calories. It contains 121 grams of carbs, a hundred from sugar alone. Ooh. Burger King Oreo shake? No bueno. Number eight, just corn dogs. If you like corn dogs, you need to stop eating them. Corn dogs contain 330 calories, just one. So they're like, they're not good for you. Plus, they're they're deep fried, they're processed as well. So not good. Sometimes corn dogs are good, but I have to be in the mood for a corn yeah, dog. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm for a good corn dog, too. I'm not a fan for a corn dog. With mustard. No. It has to have mustard. No ketchup. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Number nine, Dunkin' Glazed Jelly Stick. Have you ever had a Dunkin' Donuts 
glazed jelly stick? I have not. Well, they say that it's a donut at Dunkin' Donuts. It's a, a glazed 400, jelly stick. It's a glazed jelly stick. I can imagine, and it's uh, 480 calories, 59 grams of carbs, 25 grams of fat. So, mm-mm. number ten, Dairy Queen Royal Reese Brownie Blizzard, and that sounds delicious. Because this probably got like. Reese's peanut butter in it. It probably has chocolate in it. And guess how many calories are in it? Four. Fifteen hundred and ten. Oh, I was close. That's so, and that's that. That's your day. That's your fifteen hundred calorie intake for the day. One blizzard, you're not eating nothing else. That's it. Just the blizzard. Man, that's a lot of calories. Now, is that like in a large or a regular? They just, they didn't say. Oh, it's a large. It's a large. large. It is a large. So if you take the small one, you might be able to cut the calorie count in half. You're still looking at 750 calories. You know, I, I, you know, you know me. I'm no Mr. Health, food, run miles guy. But some of that stuff is kind of scary to hear. Number 11. Sugar sweetened soda. So if you drink soda, it is 11 on the list and it is bad for you. You should not drink soda. Average, a 16 ounce bottle of soda has 200 calories, 52 grams of sugar. I try not not to drink soda anymore. (laughs) You know what? I don't drink soda at all, really. Yeah, what's it about? I like a good, I like a good ginger ale. But I just, I don't drink soda. Uh, Number 12, and I've never had this. The KFC Famous Bowl. Have you had the Famous Bowl? The Famous Bowl contains deep fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn, gravy, and cheese. And it's all in a bowl. And it's like, um, they've added it to their menu. And it's 710 calories. 83 grams of carbs. Sounds delicious. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of KFC. I'll you know if I'm hungry enough. Well, yeah, I'm not but, saying KFC particular, but you know if you made your own. Yeah, if bowl, you made your own, be good. Uh, number KFC thirteen, real. another place I don't eat is McDonald's, but this is McDonald's triple thick milkshake. Oh well, in all honesty, I haven't had a McDonald's milkshake in decades. But trip, I mean, I remember it was like pink water. Well, nowadays, a large triple thick milkshake is 1,100 calories. You would find 1,100 calories in two Big Macs. So one Big Mac is like 600 calories. What, 575? One Big Mac. <laughs> I remember, Karen, when I was in high school, we used to go with this guy to a gym and work out and then after we'd go work out this ha- I mean this is how young kids think we'd go work out play basketball or whatever and then we'd go to McDonald's to eat and so you know we'd go and get a Big Mac he'd get two Big Macs two lar- like two large fries and a large Diet Coke yeah and you're like everything dude, I just told you not to eat yeah it's like dude you know you're getting two Big Macs and two fries 
you know, the Diet Coke isn't going to help much. Right? Nozzle, you know. Number 14. Oh, this looks delicious. Cold Stone Mud Pie Mojo. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes. And I'll tell you what it is, because it sounds great. All right. So, it is made with coffee ice cream, Oreo cookies, peanut butter, almonds, and chocolate fudge. A large serving of that is 1,240 calories, 80 grams of fat, 123 grams of carbs, and 105 of those grams, which are sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good, but then you start saying all those numbers and you're like, yeah. Right? That is the 14 junk foods. Unhealthiest junk foods in America. Well, I'm surprised that I don't eat more, to be honest. Well, those are just the top 14. There's probably, you know, if you eat fast food, that you could probably label that under junk food. Oh, yeah. If you do a lot of fast food. I you eat know. more than I should. And we want you to be around, so I just thought I would see how many of those things on the list you ate. And now you know. You know, not as many as I thought. So, well, James, it has been a pleasure. We are at the end of our time together. It's always a pleasure. I'm so excited for our upcoming episodes. I'm so excited that we're on season three. It's just exciting to be here. And you know, when we had this time off, Cal, we were talking to guests and doing scheduling and stuff. It is exciting. And I'm grateful to anyone who listens to us, you know, as we try to increase our listenership and get more, you know, guests on and we can, you know, want to broaden our horizons on what we deem crazy shit. And I will say that we've interviewed every guest that's coming on. And let me tell you something. Some crazy shit. There's some crazy crazy shit in the world. It really is. We have met some interesting people and I cannot wait to start uh, bringing these people onto our podcast. Yeah, some of them are going to be really funny. Some are going to make you scratch your head, you know, kind of look, and, you know, some some might just blow your mind. But all of them will make you say... That's some crazy shit. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. Well, James, until next time. Wait, wait, before I forget, our website. So you can listen to past episodes... You can learn a little bit about me and James. Look, have we even told them about our website? This is our first that's what, episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's our first episode. So okay, well, make website. sure you tell them about it because right. it's crazy. So we have a website. It's www.thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com. If you go to the pod, if you go to the website, you can uh, learn a little bit about James and myself. James is going to be starting a blog very soon and you can listen to past episodes and that's another way that you can contact us if you're interested in being on the show because you have some crazy shit. Also, all of our social media links are there as well. So now one website, www.thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com. James's email, if you want to reach out to him, is james at thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com. Dot com and my email is Kelly at that some crazy shit podcast dot com. 
There you yeah, go. Reach out. Go check out the website, you guys. It's cool. We did a good job. It's cool. And know that James is starting a blog. So that will be cool as well. Until next time, my friend. Keep your minds open, people.